convening the September 1st, 2021 special hearing of assessment appeals board. <clears throat> Excuse me, one. Clerk, could you please call the roll? Board member Brinkerhoff. Here. Board member Van Dongen. Here. And Chair Rollins. Here. Okay. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yes. Madam Clerk, may I proceed? Uh, I have placed the agenda for today in the chat so before you proceed, just to call that to your attention. Okay. A and Madam Chair, um, unless you'd like me to uh, readminister the oath, this is a continued hearing of the August 13th hearing. Uh, the parties uh, were sworn in at that time. I do not think that we need to swear people in camp unless there's somewhat new. And I don't think there is, but if there's something new, then you would need to. If anyone wasn't previously sworn in on August 13th in the matter of case numbers 190242 and case numbers 200008, uh, represented by Independent Tax Representatives, LLC. It's for the Stuart L. and Gina Peterson property located at 110 Gilmartin Drive in Tiburon. Please raise your hand now and I will administer the oath again. Seeing none, uh, all individuals uh, previously uh, who affirmed the oath on October, uh, August 13th um, have again affirmed the oath for this special hearing on September 1st. Clerk, will you please read the procedures for today's hearing? Uh, when you are not speaking, please be sure to mute your microphone to minimize background noise and to unmute when you wish to speak. Applicants, when it is your time to speak, please show your video. Board members, staff, and applicants, you can also raise your hand to allow the moderator to identify when you wish to speak. All votes during the hearing will be by roll call. Uh, it is recommended that all participants download exhibits to their computer when you see them in the Zoom chat. When you leave Zoom and then rejoin, even from a breakout room, you will not have access to the exhibits previously submitted. And when sharing documents on the screen, be mindful of personal information that may be included. This hearing is being webcast. I believe the primary purpose of this meeting is to determine um, when we can move the hearing date. So uh, the board itself has considered two dates as possibilities. One is um, in two days, which would be the afternoon of Friday the 3rd. And the second that we proposed was September 13th, which is a Monday. Um, do either of the parties have concerns with those dates or would like to suggest alternative dates? Um, so Madam Chair and board members, um, both the assessor and the applicant's agents, uh, Mark Ong and Patrick Tao, 
um, have both um, discussed possible dates and September 13th is the preferred date for both parties, if that would work for the board. I believe that was an acceptable date to the board members. So if uh, I can make a motion that we move our hearing date to our special hearing date to Monday, September 13th at 9 a.m. Um, may I have a second? Second. Board Member Brinkerhoff. Aye. Board Member Ben Dongen. Aye. And Chair Rollins. Aye. Um, Madam Chair, is there any instruction to be given to the parties with regard to submission of any materials for this uh, continued special hearing on the 13th? Um, any additional submissions should probably be received. Oh, the 13th is a Monday by Wednesday, possibly Thursday at the latest. Madam Clerk, what would work best for you? I would suggest Wednesday, uh, September 8th by noon to the clerk. Otherwise parties may upload um, any exhibits in the chat during the meeting, during the hearing on September 13th. Is that acceptable to all parties? Um, yes, Madam Chair and, and board members, that is acceptable. Um, and we will, we're in communication with uh, 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 both agents and we will um, coordinate with them as well. Okay. That being said, is there yeah, any Chair, other? I've got a question. Um, I guess that the purpose of the uh, postponement today was because there was a new factual data that was, uh, um, I guess, discovered or, or discussed between the parties. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I'm just wondering, uh, from the party's perspective, uh, procedurally, you know, what you anticipate uh, the proceeding looking like when we do reconvene. Um, I mean, is the assessor going to want to go back and amend, um, you know, their, your evidence? Um, or how do you foresee that uh, going forward? Um, with regards to, so now for some reason it's echoing. Um, with regards to the evidence that's been provided, uh, both agents submitted information that uh, may conclude the total building area with regards to the structure that was constructed may be slightly different than the plans that were originally submitted. So the accessory is actively pursuing that and doing the research with the town of Tiburon. Um, as well as reviewing the information that was submitted by both agents. And so that may end up altering some of the evidence that was provided previously, uh, but it really has to do with the total building area that was constructed as well as the total living area and storage area. So we'll define that in the next, the next hearing. Okay. Um... Mr. Ong, do you have any, any comments on, on your perspective on, uh, on how this uh, development may affect the proceedings? Mr. Ong, I believe you're muted. Um, 
this continuance was a, a result of us um, submitting a, a basically a, a, a study of what um, the living area of the subject property was. I think there was a large discrepancy and we went back to the architect and, uh, and we document our, our fact and that, what, that study was forwarded to the board last Thursday. Um, and I think uh, we're trying to get to uh, hopefully something we can agree because to me, any all appraiser has two parts. One's the factual part. And there's the opinion part. I hope we, we all agree on the factual part and that's where it is striving. I think we're, we're continuing to look into this matter and discussing with the assessor's office. The goal is probably uh, Hopefully, we, we can uh, agree on a, on a square footage that uh, that is um, in, in in the common practice. Actually, there is a uh, a standard. The American uh, National Standards Institute publishes a guideline uh, of how to measure in single-family homes, and hopefully, that standard governs everything. So we we will agree on that uh, square footage. So. Uh, so to answer your question, uh, Mr. Mendagen, Mendagen, we will probably have a slight uh, change from the, the square footage, but hopefully both sides will have the same square footage. That's the only uh, issue that would be different from what we had planned originally, so. Okay. Well, it sounds like the assessor has already kind of submitted case you know may want to go back and, and amend that that detail um that's that's correct is, is there any uh, do you think anticipate any, any problems or any objections from from your side on that Ms. Brown? Well, uh david cb with the assessor's office um like i uh andrea had said we're in the process of reviewing all the information we have. So we have not at this time determined uh, a, a total square footage for the livable area of the home. So um, I was at the town of Tiburon yesterday for a few hours um, looking over the set of plans uh, from the 2010 permit. It's uh, over 200 uh, pages of architectural plans. And so it's taking us you know, a little bit of time to investigate because there were numerous things that were on the plans that were not built. And um, really at, at the hearing on the 13th, we had kind of discussed this issue. And uh, I had mentioned at the hearing that um, we had not received enough information to move the needle for us to change our records. But uh, the information we received last Thursday uh, from Mr. Ong is enough for us to, to open that door. And so now we're doing that investigation and looking into uh, all of the statistics on the home and trying to get it right. So we have not finished that yet. I would, I think our hope is uh, by today or, or at the latest tomorrow that we would have um, some final numbers but uh, we're just still not there as of right now, but we're gonna get there hopefully soon. And then 
um, we will have to uh, most likely amend our valuation report with the new um, square footages. And so it would change the total livable area and it would change the um, unfinished area uh, for the structure. And also we're looking at the, uh, the deck area. There was um, plans to build the tennis court and a large patio connecting the tennis court and the pool. And the tennis court was not built and none of this deck area uh, was built either. So we're going in and augmenting our drawings to get it, try to get it right. But uh, I appreciate Mr. Ong giving us the information we kind of were looking for. So he was, uh, what was presented to us was very clear and concise. And so um, we're acting on it. But the other thing I wanted to bring up uh, was that we are changing the, the land area of the, our valuation report because we are adding in the second parcel uh, to Gilmartin Court. Um, so the, the square footage of the total land area will also change. So you would anticipate that you will have to present an amended appraisal as well. Yes, and, and what we did, what we presented last week in preparation uh, for this hearing today, what we did was we highlighted in yellow um, all of the changes we've made to the original report that you received back on August 13th. So we will be doing that again with more highlighted um, information. So hopefully when we do uh, uh, have the hearing um, on the 13th of, of September, you'll see uh, clearly in our report uh, all the changes that we made that will be highlighted in yellow. And so our hope is that um, anything that's not highlighted in yellow um, will not be uh, part of the discussion on the 13th. And Mr. CB, just to advise, it's my understanding that uh, the board members who received hard copy packets in advance of this hearing have not opened them. So they would not have seen uh, right. So yeah, you guys evaluation. had seen, and, and I would say, yeah, for to make things uh, simple on your part, maybe it'd be best to discard uh, the information you received today because that uh, it just has the square footage of the lot changes. So we had not made any changes to the square footage of the structure for the hard copy of the report you have for today. So, so the packets that Dirk and I received. File, um, thir and file 13 sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> so in answer to your question, Mr. Van Dongen, we are working with both the agents to um, ensure that we have uh, coordinated information with regards to the total building area and unfinished areas. So that's, that's the first order of business for us. And then hopefully we can proceed from there. I don't have any further questions, Madam Chair. Couldn't hear you. Right. Uh, I don't have any further questions, Madam Chair. Thank you. Mr. Bringerhoff, do you have any questions? No. Mr. Ong, do you, do you have anything more to add? Uh, no, we're, we're fine uh, with, okay. uh, with the 13th. Um, but we will keep communication uh, channel open with the assessor's office. Okay. May, may I add one last thing? Um, Mr. Ong, 
Uh, you mentioned American National Standard for measuring homes. Is that in coordination with the State Board of Equalization? Is that recognized by the, the California State Board of Equalization? Um, I did not find anything of uh, that the board has recognized that, but um, I believe um, when Mr. CB sent me an email, one of the embedded link had a, uh, a link to a, an appraisal uh, company. And within that appraisal company, there are two little excerpt that's pasted in the website. It referenced the ANSI uh, American National Standards Institute uh, to be the standard of measuring uh, square footage of residential properties. And, uh, and I believe the NC standard has been adopted by multiple listing, uh, uh, multiple listing service. So you will see uh, in the marketplace, uh, many uh, listing agent in their marketing package, there is a square footage um, drawing by a company called Floor Plan Visuals. If you look at the flan, uh, Floor Plan Visuals, they actually reference the American uh, National Standard Institute's standard as guidelines. So finally, there is something that is commonly recognized in the marketplace because the square footage is a, such a important issue, but it's also a quite complicated issue. Various parties will measure it differently. You have construction square footage, your living square footage, you, you have service area. And um, so this standard um, will give us a guideline um, that, that we can that we can abide, abide or, uh, you know, adhere to, so, so, so to come out the right square footage. As long as that's aligned with the California State Board of Equalization, and I can confirm with them. Um, so I will do some research on that side. It, it's a standard that measures to a tenth of a foot. Okay. As opposed to inches. And, um, it has been adopted by many of the MLS systems, but to my knowledge, it is, and I, I have not looked recently, I do not think the State Board of Equalization uses it. They tend to rely on submissions from um, building departments, which are standard engineering and architectural approaches. But, we're talking about whether you use 12 inches to a foot or right. one-tenth of a foot. And none of us are that good anyway. <laughs> right. And the, the other issue might be that, um, and I'm not sure with American National Standard, if they measure the structures from the inside of the walls or from the outside of the walls. Or from the middle of the wall. <laughs> right. Different <laughs> approaches. Right, so we'll try and work that out with the agents and come up with some, some number that is within the range as far as the total building area. I, I, the other issue might be the definition of types of space. Yes. 
Yes, that too. So you might all want to try to agree on that beforehand. Yes, that's the goal, definitely. We, we will be working with, with, like I said, both of the agents to um, vet that information out before we get to the hearing. We, we may not agree, and we can certainly bring that to your attention right away so that we, you know uh, as soon as the hearing starts that these are the issues that we're in, are, are contentious and we're not agreeing on. But we'll, we'll do that yellow highlighting. You might see a lot of yellow, but um, we'll do yellow <laughs> highlighting for you so that it's easy to recognize. Okay. Mr. Brinkerhofer, what, what we'll attempt to do in our presentation is bring forth as much um, source data, uh, referencing point as, uh, as possible so that the board will have all the tools to make a decision. Um, we may not agree with the assessment on everything, but as long as we present the issue of controversy upfront, highlighted with source data, how we rely, what we rely on to interpret the Exactly. One way the assessor might interpret a different way. Um, like I said, I think the appraisal has two parts. Let's not argue the factual part. Let's mm -hmm. uh, discuss the opinion part. So we'll bring as much factual part in our analysis as possible to the board so that the board will make an intelligent decision. So, Yes, the, the assessor agrees with that approach. As does the board. If there, if there is nothing else, Madam Clerk. If I may just say, um, so once again, uh, with parties present here, having agreed to uh, the continued hearing on Monday, September 13th at 9 a.m., unless otherwise directed, the clerk will not be sending out hearing notices. Understood. 9 a.m. Okay. Thank you, Madam Chair and board members and Madam Clerk, as well as uh, Mr. Ong and Mr. Tao. Likewise, thank you for thank you. accommodating us. Yeah, thank you. And hopefully we have facts when we next. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll try to finish on, we'll have to finish on the 13th, so. <laughs> yeah. That's, thank you. I believe you can. Um, the, the meeting can't be uh, closed. Thank you. We will Thank see you. you on the third. Well, on the thirteenth. Thank yep. you. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. bye.